0: Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. This is a podcast that talks about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. With me today are my co hosts, Kristen and Zen. Hello.
1: Hello. We're barely here. Barely. Considering Southern California fires. (laughs) Yikes. So close. I mean, it felt like someone lit a campfire in my living room for a while it was terrible that's crazy
2: i know and you know what's yeah. funny is that i usually have friends from like the east coast or whatever check in when there's california fires and no one did this time and i happen to be talking <laughs> to someone and i'm like i don't i don't know if you heard but there's a fire i'm like almost in the evacuation zone and they were like i haven't heard anything about that ever and i'm like I think the media already capped out its California fire like coverage, oh, well. so these would like can't do anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's funny because you know, like when there's an earthquake in uh, San Francisco, it's just like, oh, are you okay? It's like. We're like no. <laughs> hundreds of miles away from San Francisco. And then, of course, same thing with me. It's just like no one checked in on me when there's like a fire that displaces. When it's 90, like a really,
2: a- <laughs> actually is affecting
1: us. Yeah. When it's on top of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, the schools were out, and being from the Midwest, I remember having snow days, but my kid has fire days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <so>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, if you guys have been listening for a while, or maybe you haven't been paying attention, you may or may not know that today is actually Kristen's last podcast for about three months. Wah, wah, wah. Um, like four or
2: five, actually? Four five? Yeah.
1: What am I going to do without you?
2: I That's like I don't know. A Play long time. Runs that feature <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: Well, you're going on a little bit of an adventure, but not a travel adventure. I'm making the assumption you're going to be, Kristen's going to be a mom. So
0: motherhood of a human, not animals.
1: Are you excited, Kristen?
2: (laughs) Oh, I mean, it goes back and (laughs) forth. Depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's very exciting. Other times it's still like, what have I done?
1: (laughs) it's that fine line between fear and euphoria
2: <laughs> yeah it really is
1: well we're gonna miss you but in the meantime uh so we gotta we're going to recall lee you know lee's been playing with us a lot so um but she's been so busy but i think she's gonna have to be uh there for us from now on <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so and then we're gonna be doing a few other things uh we're gonna try to have a few more guests so stay tuned you know, maybe we'll even when Kristen gets stir crazy, maybe we'll have her and then, uh, <laughs> with maybe oh, yeah. with a baby crying in the background on occasion. So um, we should do one on parenting. I've always wanted to do one on parenting. I won't know but...
2: anything yet. <laughs> that's that's
1: really? the fun
0: of it.
2: <laughs> I still don't know anything.
1: You didn't get the instruction manual?
2: No, they haven't sent it to me yet.
1: Well, you call me, okay? Okay. <laughs> right. I, I may mean, not have, uh, i I have advice, but not necessarily good advice. <laughs> okay. Any advice um, better
2: than me just winging it? Maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm kind of straying and going aside. Um, Emily, I'm gonna let you <laughs> continue, so I don't get sidetracked.
0: <laughs> okay, back on track. So, by definition. An adventure is to engage in an exciting activity or the exploration of the unknown. So, I mean, Kristen, motherhood will be an adventure based yes. on this definition. Based
2: so. on the definition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, as we all know, when we deal with the unknown, there's always some planning mistakes or mishaps that occur. But like with all things travel, all things travel, there's um, some is- some of our mistakes make for the best stories. So today we're dedicating this podcast to all of the mistakes or crazy things that happened during our travels that have turned out to be some of our fondest memories or even made us better travelers. Uh, So we'll be telling those tales after our short sponsor message.
1: Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing.
0: Okay, welcome back. So my first story, maybe not the best memory, but it definitely (laughs) made me... You know, pack differently and that know how to remember how to enjoy my future vacations. Uh, so my first mistake was like when I was maybe ten or twelve.
1: Um, <laughs> you My early. first,
0: my first mistake that I remember <laughs> that I think I was like packing for myself at the time. Um, so we, my mom took my brother and I to Vietnam for a tour. Um, that basically went from northern Vietnam to southern Vietnam because back then we'd only gone to southern or south Vietnam because that's where our family's from. Uh we had never seen northern, so we were doing a full north to south tour. Cool. And yeah, it was really cool. And then we stopped, of course, halfway. You stopped we stopped in Nang, which is like a beach city, and it's super beautiful. Um, I had never been, I'd never really known much about it. Um And so when we got there, we were booked, uh, we booked our hotel. I don't know if it was part of the tour or if my mom chose it, doesn't matter. But it was like this most gorgeous, like resort hotel that had like pools that kind of like swimming pools that would waterfall into each other, like cascading pools kind of thing. And then it would just like, and you would just be wide open into the beach. Um, so it was really beautiful. And the first thing, of course, the first thing you, I do when I go to a new hotel is I like to explore. So that was the first place I explored. And then I pretty sure I like broke down in tears because it was so pretty and I had forgotten to pack my swimsuit. Aww. Oh, no. Yeah. Aww. Because. I don't know. Thinking back, I was like, I guess when I was packing, I was like, we're going to Vietnam. I've never swam when I've traveled to Vietnam. And like, I, it's, it's the winter time. I don't know what I was thinking, but oh my God, I was like heartbroken because I love swimming too. And it was so beautiful. And so from then on, no matter where I go, even if it's Iceland, even <laughs> if it's yep. like dead of the winter and there was no plans to go swimming anything, I always bring a swimsuit. That is the key takeaway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, what's funny is that I've experienced this. This is like one of my mistakes, but my problem is that I still never (laughs) learn. I I don't know if it's like the from being from California kind of thing, but ever since high school, I specifically remember since I started driving, I can't be without sunglasses. Um, And it's like, I mean, I know a lot of people are like that, but it's like, I can't be outside in the sun um, here without sunglasses. My eyes have gotten like I feel like so weak in the natural sunlight, <laughs> but there have been so many times where I travel somewhere and I'm like, I'm not going to need sunglasses like in wherever and
1: oh my god
2: oh my god the <laughs> amount of sunglasses that i have had to buy when i'm out oh my god <laughs> is just a standard. and i remember the most recent time i think when i was in um last september october when i went to um mexico city and so i went out to see the the sun pyramid and Didn't have sunglasses. I was dying. And of course, there's all these like overpriced little tourist stalls. So I have to like buy a pair there. And I'm so bitter because I'm like, how many times have I done this to myself? Um, (laughs) And they're like really bad. Like they're quote unquote Ray-Bans, but like really bad quality. So they're like killing my eyes. And of course, I come (laughs) home and I add them to my, I have this huge bag just full of sunglasses. And there's nothing more maddening than having to spend money on something when you have 700 (laughs) pairs at home.
1: (laughs) That you actually got <laughs> ray buns
2: yeah exactly <laughs> so i i just i never learn and that's just a mistake that i keep making over and over again
1: do you know what you should do is you know i have uh like i i wear these little kind of oval sunglasses sometimes so like i have a set that i almost use exclusively for travel mm. and i just keep them in my suitcase
2: That's what I need to do at this point. And I I have, like, sunglasses that I keep in the drawers at work, sunglasses that I keep in the car, sunglasses that I keep in purses, and then a whole other bag of sunglasses. And yet when I travel, I still, for some reason, always convince myself (laughs) I'm not going to need them there. And what do you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I even – actually, so I'll even have the backups that are permanently, like, in the suitcase. But then I'll bring another set that I actually wear. But if I forget them, then it's just like, oh, I have a backup or – something I can wear like an alternate, you know, it's like my version of a purse for a woman. I can change my glasses as opposed to change my purse. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. I
1: wish men need mercies anyways. Or a satchel. Um, or a satchel. Actually, I have a ton, <laughs> you know, I have the, the equivalent, which is uh messenger bags or mm, backpacks. Yes. So I have a small, I have like a small end of my closet that are dedicated to backpacks and, um, and sling bags and such well i think this is the once bitten twice shy part of the um part of the uh podcast because i have the same thing um i you know when i was younger it hasn't happened as much but i always forget to pack certain types of clothes or the wrong clothes and these are very specific um it's that ne- you only i only needed to happen once but one time it, it's kind of like i pack my bags i get there and then i realize oh son of a gun i forgot to pack socks
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, i feel you Zen. i feel you <laughs> have you ever done that yes
1: <laughs> okay and then it's like and and the worst thing is it's like Okay, along the way, I'll go somewhere and I'll jump, drop in somewhere. And actually, I think this happened twice now. They come to think of it, and I buy a bunch of socks. And like when they're brand new socks, they're not comfortable because they haven't been washed.
0: Sure, sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're walking around all day in these slightly kind of crunchy abrasive Yeah, like
0: starchy socks. socks. <laughs> yeah, starchy <laughs> socks.
1: And it's like, it is the absolute worst. But to top that, so I'm going to go with three things that I've done with clothes. Is, um, I've actually forgotten to pack underwear. <laughs>
0: Oof. Whoa. That's, that's, that's a sad one. That's, that's definitely a mistake.
1: <laughs> and, and and if you think crunchy, starchy socks are bad, wait <laughs> until you get some underwear from another country that don't seem to fit quite right. Oh, um,
2: no.
1: socks happened twice. Underwear only happened once. Um and, and it's funny because it's you know, you I look at my bag and I was always like, oh, you know, jeans, you know, like I don't think about what I'm wearing under my clothes. I'm always thinking about what I am wearing on top of my clothes. So never had problems with shirts, never had a problem with pants, had a problem with um underwear and socks. Oh the uh the last one was uh I forgot to bring a belt and um a dress belt and the I when I was getting married <laughs> <laughs> I forgot <laughs> to bring a dress belt because i got onto the plane i usually just wear one or two belts so i had two belts like i had like the one i wore and then the belt that i was going to wear on my other pair of jeans but i forgot i was getting married i had i i don't ever pack suits to go on a trip right so i get there and it's the day of the wedding um in the morning i put the suit on and i realized my pants are falling off it's like where's the belt it's like oh my god i forgot to pack a dress belt and then of course i was in hawaii at the time and drove all over the freaking island and no one really has <laughs> as much dress clothes because it's you're in hawaii why do you need a dress belt right. so um, right so i have a very expensive uh coach belt because i finally had to get go to a really nice store and buy a coach belt so my right.
2: my husband forgot a, a tie when we were going for a wedding but we were only in Vancouver so it was super e- i mean we like drove through a mall on the way to the place so we were able to stop into a nordstrom or something had we been somewhere else it might have been more of a problem but
1: yeah you gotta, you gotta so, think
2: of all those small pieces when you go for things like that
1: yeah when you're getting married so <laughs> Anyways.
2: Yeah. you would getting married,
0: but but it's overwhelming.
2: So there's a lot probably on your mind at that time.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Um speaking of like things that happen to other people <laughs> so Kristen you said your husband forgot a tie. I went I was in Vegas like two years ago I think. Um and it was I was with my whole family and we had rented an Airbnb in Henderson um uh, to attend. Uh my uncle was having some sort of gala event for his like nonprofit organization off topic but we were all there to like celebrate him and go to this dinner and um, my cousin he lives he and my uncle live in mission viejo so they were driving out like on a friday night we had driven out like wednesday or something like that so we were separate uh but it was just my uncle, and my cousin, and uh, my aunt was out of town, and she's usually like the packer of the family. She makes sure everyone has all of their things. And so, this was like one of the first trips that it was just my uncle and my cousin together. Um, and so, my cousin had just gotten this like personally tailored, really cool suit for like really inexpensive in Vietnam that he was really excited to wear. And he like wouldn't stop talking about it. So, we we're like, he was like, I'm so excited for this event because I finally get to wear my suit. So they're driving over middle of the night and I get a call from my cousin. I'm at the Airbnb and I get a call from my cousin at like 2 a.m. And he goes, so we're a little halfway to Vegas and um, we realize we forgot to pack our suits. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, are you are you being serious? Right now? And he goes, yeah, should we like turn around or should we just keep going? <laughs> and it was like a real big dilemma because it was like they're a little halfway Vegas. So it's like far, but not too far, but like that would mean they'd have to double back and then drive all the way back out again. So I was like, you know what, just come here. It's fine. But it was like a black tie event. So (laughs) he was like, I'm like, we'll just go to a store. Like we'll go to the mall tomorrow and then just find something for you guys. So we, he, he comes and then, um, He goes, you know what? I'm not gonna wear a suit. Like our uncle said, it's fine if we just wear like a button down shirt and like. I was gonna say
1: it's gonna be dumb and dumber when they (laughs) open.
0: So so I'm like, okay, yeah, like button down shirts a lot easier to find than a full on suit. Uh, So we go to Marshalls of all places because it's just like a throwaway kind of shirt, I guess, and then. Our, it's like a whole family affair too. So we've got like all the cousins <laughs> and aunts and uncles going to Marshall's to find like a button down shirt. And then we're like, okay, so what, what color pants are you wearing? So we know like what top to find. And He goes, oh, I brought my black slacks. I'm like, Okay, cool. That's easy. So we just find, we find a white button down shirt. Totally fine. He goes home or goes back to the Airbnb and looks in his suitcase and goes, oh, I actually brought white khakis. Oh my
1: god!
0: And so, oh, a disaster turned into a different kind of disaster. And he showed up to this gala event in a white button down oh. and a, like white khakis, and it was like, it was whatever. It was a little bit, a little bit weird, but um, at least he wasn't in his shorts and. Uh, in, like, See, a his outfit would have
2: worked in Hawaii, probably. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Oh,
2: no. Oh, well, makes for a great story.
0: It makes for a great story. So always remember, um, if you're going to a fancy event, make sure you're packing the right fancy clothes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of our themes today. (laughs) (laughs) Seems to be. What else do I got? The, um, oh, boy. Some of the other things that have gone nuts for me. Uh, How about... Okay. This is I'm a little bit okay, because of my mom. My mom is older and I'm always worried about her. So I always actually on a trip, I always carry two phones. Do you guys do this? I two? don't know. Two? No. Yeah, I, I carry one. two phones I and know for because work I do. Yeah, so I have a local phone and then I have um with a SIM card and then I have the phone, um, the American phone. So, um, which uses my regular number. And one day, actually I have, so I have a iPhone six and I have an iPhone 10 and the iPhone six, essentially, I just, I'll take my regular SIM card, stick it in an iPhone six. That becomes my American one. And then I'll get a SIM card wherever I'm at, whether I'm in France, Japan or whatever. And I'll stick the local card into my newer phone. And um, one day, um, but the one thing about my iPhone 6 is the camera's kind of jacked up. So it does everything. It does it slow, but you can't take photographs. All the photographs are kind of blurry. And I forget what exactly happened, but um, I ended up like, okay, I'm only going to carry one phone today because it's going to be a long trip and I don't want to be charging all this crap and taking care of whatever, whatever, whatever. And I grabbed the wrong phone. So one full day when I was in France with my kid and wife, I grabbed my iPhone 6. I had the wrong SIM card in it. So I didn't have local internet. And then on top of it, I wasn't able to take any photos that were in focus that day. Oh, no. (laughs) So, So that particular day, all the photos I have are actually... Came out of my daughter's phone or my um, wife's phone. I mean, it wasn't a total loss, but you know, there's certain things that you want to take pictures of that other people don't want to, and uh-huh. it's special when it's your own photos. So that was kind of a little bit of a little snafu. But now iPhones have dual SIM card chips things.
0: Oh, do they? I don't even know that.
1: Yeah. So if you get the, I think it's definitely, it's the, After the iPhone X was iPhone XS. Anything after that, they have dual SIM cards. So one's a virtual SIM card. So you have your current your SIM card transferred actually into the phone, and then it has a um, another space for another SIM card. So when you go to another country, you actually have two SIM cards in your phone at the same time
0: so you can just use the one phone instead of bringing two like yes exactly Ah, very never
2: use the phone when i'm traveling though really i I use the wi-fi like the internet but i never need to get on the phone
1: um
0: maybe (laughs) phone is useful though sometimes
2: i can't think of a single instance when i've like been on the phone when i travel i'm hardly on the phone now
1: we use it for reservations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm,
2: okay. I guess I don't go to places that fancy.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, there's a lot of places that if you want reservations or if you want, like, if you want a time slot to go into a museum or something like that, or and they'll text you.
2: I feel like everything so, can be done um, online. And, like, the texting, all you need is Wi-Fi if it's, like, an iMessage.
1: Right. But if you're waiting for, oh, there's an opening um, right now to come and you don't have uh, internet, I mean, if you don't have a local SIM card, you have to walk, you always be under a Wi Fi spot yeah. to get that text.
2: Yeah. I guess, I guess I feel like Wi Fi is so rampant now that it's never been a problem.
1: I've had a really hard time in Japan.
0: Really? Of Ooh. all places? Yeah. 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 I think, I don't know, did I didn't mention this in a previous and a really older um, episode but my when I went to Japan my cousin was walking around he had like his own personal hotspot and he was like or wi-fi thing he said it's really common for people to carry yeah. their own things
1: yeah okay. and then also i use my um iphone we usually get two sim cards now we're starting to get three because my daughter's a little bit older how much are
0: sim cards typically I when you're in an-
1: another when you're in another country
0: yeah yeah when you're like purchasing it in another country country
1: you know usually they're really cheap so like if you're like in japan um of course in japan you can't get a telephone number um you can get a sim card for wi-fi but you can't get a telephone number so if you're in an airport it's roughly something like 30 i want to say it's about 30 bucks for eight gig which is a lot of data so um That's a lot of data. And then same thing if you're going to Europe too, is like I've I've been getting them for about 30 bucks each. So it's about a hundred dollars for three SIM cards. And usually it comes with about eight gigs of data and it's eight gigs of data for a month, but usually our trips are only two weeks. So all three of us have eight gigs. So that's a tremendous amount, you know, like for, for Matt, like Google maps or for, Texting or um and usually they have unlimited phone calls, and it allows us to help find each other, so it's like, oh, you want to go on that side of the Louvre, I'll go on this side of the Louvre mm-hmm. and then we'll just call each other and it's like just like in the United, any anywhere it's like, oh okay, let's meet up, yeah.
0: got it,
1: so yeah, sense. they're not very expensive,
0: all right, I've always just. I I never knew, and I'm always, I was always scared of like how SIM cards worked in international countries. So I've always just gotten like the added the international like data plan or something for however long my trip is. But that's expensive. expensive. That's really expensive. Yeah. Okay. We'll look into SIM cards the next time, whenever the next time is for traveling. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then what you can also do is like if you have a second phone, if like there's a lot of you and you guys are going to be extra cheap, you get, the second phone and you get a sim card and then you just do the wi-fi hotspot from your second phone Mm. and you just drop that into your into someone's backpack and just leave it buried at the bottom of the backpack and then everyone in your group has wi-fi
0: nice travel hack yeah.
1: yeah um let's
0: see other things oh do you check the weather of places you're going to, like, to pack to help you pack? Or do you kind of just, like, think, oh, it's I'm going here. That's typically either warm or cold. And then it's this season. So I'll just pack these things. And then you end up in the place and you're like, I should have packed other things.
2: It really I depends the how new the place is for me. Okay. And also sometimes i just do not have clothes so like for instance i'm thinking of like vietnam where not only is it really hot but it's super humid and i just don't have those like breathable you know like mm. flowing clothes so i just do what i can and in the end i'm like this was absolutely horrible <laughs> like i need to invest in clothes that will work in this climate um but for the most part i'd say i wing it i'm not a good
0: preparer <laughs> <laughs> okay and then zen you said you check
1: you know what? I usually check and then, you know, pack accordingly, but I usually bring one set of, how should I see this, um, of flexible clothes that would weather the extreme if there was something weird. Mm. So in other words, it's just like not too extreme. So like if I go to Japan during the summer. It's like okay, I'll wear shorts and or what you know, like a t-shirt and those types of things, but I'll definitely throw in like I, I have zip up that a uh, zip up sweaters. Okay. So like just in case there's like a cold break, I have one zip up sweater, and lots of times it just sits there. Or I'll bring like a um, I wear these. S- I wear these kind of guy scarves or something like that. I'll pack one guy scarf. A man scarf? Yeah, a man scarf. (laughs) Um, Just in case it gets cold, you
0: know? Okay. Yeah, and it's like easy enough to squish into the.
1: Yeah, exactly. You got a story here.
0: (laughs) It's like a story, but not real. It's more of just like I'm really inconsistent about it. So sometimes I'll go as I'll like do the whole weather forecast day by day. And then I'm like, okay, so it's generally like high 70s, whatever, whatever, and I'll pack accordingly. And then other times I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to Greece. It is hot there. And then I'm just oh, like no. pack, pack accordingly. Greece was fine. Like I didn't have any, I mean, I packed as well as I could. Um, it wasn't terribly, there wasn't anything extreme for that. But what I was thinking of is like, uh, my mom and I, we sometimes like to do like two trips in one kind of thing. So a couple years back when we went to Iceland, um, we did like Iceland for four or five days and then, um, we stopped. "Quote unquote," stopped. We had we celebrated um, Christmas in Florida, where we like met up with the rest of our family, and so in my mind, I was like, Iceland, of course, cold. So it was like (laughs) I packed hardcore cold, like like snow boots, kind of stuff, like lots of leggings, layers, like a hardcore like winter jacket, you know, like all like the whole shebang, because I knew it was going to be cold, and then. Of course, like cold stuff takes up so much space yes. uh, and you can't wear all of it on the plane. Like there are things you have to sacrifice to like put in, keep in the suitcase. Yep. So I was really only thinking of cold because I was like, Florida, that's warm. Um, so I didn't check. And then we actually were in Florida, like not in the panhandle. We were up in, is it Santa Rosa? Is that like a? place it was up I have no idea. like not it was not the peninsular area okay. it was up north so it was definitely colder like my uncle drove from alabama to florida and it was like he was like this is the same weather oh, wow. um yeah so going back from iceland and then back to florida it there was like a a rainstorm during our flight and uh, I was really second guessing my whole shorts and dress and like (laughs) Birkenstocks (laughs) attire. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of like, and then of course I had packed for like two extremes. There was no middle ground with the clothing that I had packed. So it was a really weird mixture of like, I would wear like a sundress with like, a really thick scarf. <laughs> so yeah, that that's kind of like the most, the, the most extreme time I, I hadn't taken weather or things into account that I wish I had. But other than that, I feel like it's pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on the nose where I, like I can manage at least.
2: It's hard when you combine two different climates. Yeah. I remember I did a trip once that was Barcelona to, um, Amsterdam. So that was like one pretty warm and then one much colder. Um, but I had, uh, on one of my work trips because we do the, um, recruitment events all over and there are events going on all the time. And when I went to Burma, which is very hot and can get really humid, um, one of the people doing the same fares as me that I met, he was just coming from Russia and this was in (sighs) February. So he had had to have like the warmest of the warm clothes possible. And then like super light airy things. Like he had two giant suitcases, one of all the cold clothes and one of all the warm clothes. That's miserable. (laughs) Yeah.
1: See from the, being from the Midwest, if you are out in the cold, one of the secrets to being to wearing wearing stuff like that is you always wear layers. Mm. Lots mm-hmm. and lots of layers. Sure. Not like a um white clothes and then like a park on top of it. You know <laughs> right. what usually what we'll have is like a um like maybe one ski jacket with a sweater underneath it, with a shirt underneath it, with a long maybe long underwear or just t-shirts or something like that. And underneath your jeans, you're wearing, like, thermal underwear or something like that. And so the inside layers – so I've done, like, a cold and a warm. I can't remember what they were back-to-back. But all the stuff that were the base layers turned out to be the clothes that we wore in the warm climate. But the then all the layers on top of it were what we used when we were in the colder climes. Smart. So – It's always, it's, it's, so you're using the inside layers. It's always about multitasker clothes, you know? Yes. So, you know, oh, okay. So like, here's a long sleeve t-shirt and, you know, make, I always like made sure they were like white, you know, cause the thing is hotter climbs. It's like, even if it's a long sleeve white t-shirt, you know, it's, it's nice, you know, keeps your arms from getting sunburned and stuff like that.
2: My little cold weather hack was, I mean, as long as you have like a good, like the puffer jackets, especially the ones that like go down to your thighs or whatever, mm-hmm. the only other things you need to invest in are the, um, you need good socks, good gloves. And then um, like the beanies or the things that go over your forehead, like just those extremities, like that will make you feel so much warmer. Yeah. Than you yes. are.
1: <laughs> well, the other thing is that um, there's a bunch of uh goose down puffer jackets that you can wear as a middle layer. Mm, and those yeah. things pack down to like the size of a, um, like a tennis ball can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, those are super, very convenient.
1: Yeah. And they're super warm. So that's like a great middle layer is like, if you have like a one ski jacket with a, like a down puffer in between, I mean, you almost can take care of any climb and then underneath it, you still could be wearing like a sweater shirt and a t-shirt if you wanted to so
2: yeah
1: layer 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 so and that's the other thing is like people think it's like oh it's colder you know i'm going somewhere that's cold but people also forget there's various levels of cold
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know there's like the freezing snot's freezing your nose kind of cold and then there's just like oh this is brisk cold and so, like, having those layers allows you, and and when you go to the Midwest, it could be one of those, it's, oh, this is a brisk day, and then the next day it could be, like, oh, my gosh. You know, we had to break the dog off the fire hydrant. Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and so, um, so the thing is that having those layers allows you to adjust, and then the other part is in the Midwest is early in the morning, it might be freezing, but midday you could be running around in, like, You know, like in a windbreaker, the same day could give you multiple variations of cold. So that's why layers are so important.
0: Yeah. And then, like, the colder the place is, the insides, like, they'll crank up the heat. So you'll need to be able to to peel off all the layers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think I'm trying to think of any other mistakes I've made travel packing-wise, and there was one time I was packing for myself again, uh, <laughs> probably around the same age as like my my forgetting the swimsuit part. <laughs> um, and I had packed uh, – we were doing like a check-in or I was doing a check-in luggage and I packed my camera in there not knowing or not thinking about possible consequences of packing my favorite items all in one suitcase and it ended up like we ended up either losing the suitcase or like someone stole it. Basically, it was never recovered again. Uh, huh. And that's that was super sad because I think I mentioned on the other our Disney podcast then that's when I lost my Tigger sweatshirt.
1: Oh yeah, it's
0: very sad. Um, but yeah, so I lost like one of my favorite sweaters, and I lost the, my camera. Like I, it was my own <gasps> personal like digital camera uh, because I had not thought that it was important enough to bring on my carry-on. I don't know. Um, but remember to pack valuables with you or on you if you can, because you never know what's going to happen to them because so we were never able to like recover it.
2: This Emily was what I had on my list too. I've had this happen several times and very recently. The thing is you never want to throw in a valuable, like right on top of your suitcase. And, mm-hmm. and this, would, this happened to me so many times where like, I don't know if you're rushing, running late, and then, or you like need to like make your carry on lighter or something. So you just throw a few things into your checked luggage. And um, I mean, pretty much anywhere you travel now, they're gonna, I feel like it's gonna be opened at some point by someone, even if it's just a routine. Like I said, I opened it. And if there's a valuable that's just right there, I've had so many things taken. Um, And one Uh. thing that really pissed me off too was I remember this was back in the day when I had an iPod touch. So it was like yes. the, the first iteration of like iPhones, but you can get an iPod touch, which was essentially an iPhone, but it wasn't a phone. Right. So, right. And I was younger. This was a huge purchase for me. This was like, Oh my God, I have a my first full-time job and I can afford this kind of thing. And, um, I, I don't even remember what happened, but I like, threw it into my checked luggage, not even meaning to leave it there, but I forgot. And so of course, like the first thing when I land, I look for it, it's gone. So I go to whatever like luggage services and I'm telling them like this was like stolen. And they go, well, did you have a TSA card Like, did they leave a card saying that they went through your luggage? And I said no. She's like, well, then we didn't go through it. And I'm like, why would you put one in there if you stole something?
0: Yes, you wouldn't. You would leave
2: it off and never, never saw that thing again. It was very heartbreaking. So, if if you need to put valuables in it, it's fine. But bury them or hide them in compartments. Mm. Don't just leave them on top. Don't just throw them in.
1: I don't put anything valuable in my suitcase. (laughs) Period.
0: And the, ooh, you know, an- another hat, kind of valuable like but I learned this from my mom. I don't know. I feel like both of you would have, would think of this too, but I don't know. Um, but she said you never know if you're checking in l- luggage, you never know if they're going to lose it, if it's going to be delayed or anything, mm-hmm. so you always want to pack like an extra set of underwear, socks and like <laughs> clothes in your carry-on. Just yep. in case. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At yeah. the bottom of my carry-on, uh, of one of my backpacks, there's always one pair of rolled up underwear and one pair of rolled up socks yes and then there's always a pair i i have bad vision so i have a pair of glasses and medication so and a tooth oh yeah.
2: yes medication the you need to toothbrush. Make sure you have on you too
1: yeah so i'll i on me at any time when i'm traveling i always have on me at all times um seven days of medication mm-hmm. um but the uh seven days of medication. I just have a little bit of a high blood pressure, but I just carry it with me all the time. And then I'll put the extra, like I'll actually have more in the suitcase just in case, but I always have seven days actually physically on me just in case.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't carry the underwear and socks when I'm actually there though.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like as much as I've been traveling and whatnot, um, I feel like I've gotten a lot better, but there still is that balance between overpacking and underpacking. Um, oh, yeah. It's so, oh, hard. Yes. it's so hard to gauge. I, I'm
0: I so guilty of um, just in case. I need to pack this just in case. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What yep. if I need this?
2: But then sometimes you're yeah, like, oh, and, thank God, and... I packed this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, there's also a couple things that with my um, with my wife, kid, and I, it's just like it's this well, can we share this? Mm, Do we need...
2: Does everyone need their own?
1: Like toothpaste. Does everyone (laughs) need... Do we need three iPads or can we get away with two iPads or, you know, that type of stuff? Right. You know, so do we need 16 chargers or can we just get by with five and share (laughs) the same five chargers or whatever?
2: Well, it always seems to happen to me that, like, for instance, my, my husband, he bought me a, a Nintendo Switch a few years ago, partly because I love Mario Kart and partly because he's like, you can take this when you travel. And it always seems to be like, when I decide to take it and, and it, it takes up a you know good little good chunk of my purse, I'll never feel inclined to play it. But if I'm like, I didn't play it last <laughs> time, I'll leave it, then I'm like, I want to play Mario Kart. Like, you always want what you can't have.
1: We need to get you the light, the Switch light.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Is there an even smaller one now?
1: Yeah, they make a one that's smaller that can't hook up to a TV or the controllers don't come off. Oh, okay, but it's, okay. it's 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 probably about twenty percent smaller, and Is it's like cheaper, a DS too. kind it's of. It's larger than a DS. Okay. It's l- larger than a DS, but smaller than a a, a regular Switch. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, it's so. not it's not horrible. It's not like a bad size. It's good. It'll just be like. You know, do I really need to pack light? And of course, it's another valuable that I worry like I have, you know, the capacity to lose this just by virtue of taking it out with me. Um, Yeah. So it's always back and forth.
1: Yeah. Packing too much or not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I have this kind of weird ratio is like also, okay, how heavy is it? Is it light? Yes. Mm. Is it, what's the chances of you needing it? Like, oh, one in 20. How miserable will you be if you don't have it?
2: <laughs> how Pretty easy darn is it to get a replacement where you're going? True. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's like this kind of, like, for example, I have a pair of, I throw in a pair of tweezers. It's just like, how often do I need tweezers? Not too frequently. But man, when you get a thorn in your finger, that sucks. And how am I going to find a pair of tweezers when I'm in Mexico? I don't know where to go to get one. So, <laughs> so the tweezers rarely get used, but the tweezers don't weigh anything and they go into the suitcase anyway. Fair. Yep.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. All
1: right. I got one last one. Um, When I was in Taiwan, now this is not necessarily, I guess I should have known what kind of food it was, but in taiwan there's something called a um a pepper bun um and a pepper bun is kind of like a pasty um if you've ever eaten a pasty so it's a meat-filled bun and i had not i had forgotten but i was eating we're on the street i was hungry my wife and i were floating around it's like oh i want one of those one of those um pepper buns so i get it and um I had forgotten how juicy they were. They're kind of like filled with juice. And when I took the very first bite, I completely sprayed myself with oh no. meat juice <laughs> on my shirt. Oy.
0: Oof, meat juice, not even like fruit juice. I ever no. was
1: smelling <laughs> it. No, and I was completely, I, I swear it was like, it had to be like an eighth of a cup all over my shirt. And we're walking around and i'm like oh son of a bitch first of all it looks like i don't know how to eat so like my shirt looks terrible number 2 which was even worse was the smell i mean it it smelled great as food but sure. as a clone it was terrible yeah um and this is how <laughs> it turned out to be a <laughs> yeah it was terrible so i was just like we walked around for like half an hour this way and i'm like i cannot stand this anymore And so finally I told her, it's like, look, I got to go do something about this. So we went into a little store and I bought the only shirt. As an Asian guy, I'm nearly six foot tall and nearly 200 pounds. And it's kind of hard to find clothes for me. So um, when I'm in Taiwan, so I ended up just buying whatever, the only shirt in the whole place that fit me. (laughs) And that was? Um. It wasn't too bad, except it was a long sleeve shirt and it was the middle of summer.
2: Oh yeah. So it was like a
1: long sleeve kind of thick T shirt. It wasn't it was a little probably designed more for like a fall wear. And it was kind of thick, but it didn't smell like meat juice. So
2: And you leveled up. (laughs) It's a win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I went into the bathroom and changed out and no matter what, I still had meat juice kind of (sighs) like a lingering smell. Maybe it soaked into my skin, but Anyways, but that T-shirt, whenever I wear it, I have fond memories.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
2: I remember one time on like a work trip spilling coffee on myself on my way to my meeting. Um, But I was actually really fortunate because I think it was a cold – I think it was France and it was cold. And I had a scarf. So I just had to be conscious that my scarf was placed strategically over my coffee. (laughs) So I didn't look up um, I
0: like it yeah I always challenge myself now that I'm like trying to you know pack less and just pack what I need. I challenge myself to I need to wear if not all of these things at least like seventy five percent of these things and i've I've been pretty good about it, yeah so it's it's like a little fun game challenge for myself, me versus me
2: I think it, it's it's a little harder to make really bad travel mistakes now like. I, I yeah. even travel when you needed to have like travelers checks and things like that. Like now,
1: you can just oh take God. your
2: credit card and take out money at the ATM, like kind of thing. Um, and like you know, you can get just get a different SIM card for your phone. Like it's getting a little bit more idiot proof, which is helpful.
1: <laughs> when I was young, we used to have. Um, we would always have the same hundred, couple hundred dollars of travelers checks with us, so we would always have. Every trip, it was the same traveler's checks. You know, it's just like uh, we didn't use them. Next trip, it go just as emergency money, you know? So we always, always, always had traveler's checks on us. And I just remember when ATMs started becoming more prevalent and I could finally spend those, uh, like, 10-year-old traveler's checks. I was so happy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do, Do places even accept those anymore?
1: Can you even get them? I don't I even think, know if you can. I don't know.
2: It's even weird to me now when people go to get, it depends where you're going, I guess. But if you go to get like the currency in advance of going somewhere. Um, yeah. Because in my experience, there's um, always an ATM at the airport. And as soon as you land, you can just take out cash from there.
1: It's a worse tr- exchange rate too. But yeah.
2: Well, I do it for work, so I don't care. Work case.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's about it. Thank you all for listening to our stories about um, mishaps and mistakes. Um, What do you guys think? Let us know on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles and more. Also send um, send some nice thoughts to Kristen because oh, yes. she's going to be gone for a while on an adventure um, of on motherhood an adventure,
2: yeah. yes, an emotional <laughs> adventure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Check in with us. I Don't will. be a stranger. Well, yeah. it
2: just depends how life goes.
1: <laughs> oh my god, get some sleep now.
2: I mean, I Get some have sleep been, now. but I'm sure there's just no way. I wish you could stockpile sleep.
0: Really? Which, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be great. Yeah.
1: I tell you what, the funny, not every parent is the same and every kid is different, but my kid, until she was like nine months old, had to be fed every two hours.
2: Yeah, I mean, they tell you if they don't eat in within two hours, you're supposed to wake them up to feed them. Like, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's well, awful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and my kid was growing at an exponential rate. Some kids can start sleeping through the night within three or four months. Mine was like nine. And then somewhere about month two, like my wife and I would get up every two hours and just feed her. And then after a while, it's just like, okay, we can't do this. So every other night we started sleeping. So like one would feed her and then the Uh other parent would sleep in the guest room all through the night. So at least you would get one night of sleep every other day. Right, right, right. (laughs) That's nice. But I digress. Meet us in Paris as a <laughs> University of California Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Oh Bye. am going